This is America on Par, a powerful punch of political punditry and a pithy podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Parr. Thanks for listening and tuning in. The president this week is going to once again make laws without the help of Congress. He's using his pen and his phone to make more restrictions. He calls them common sense restrictions. It's just the right thing to do. It's on gun ownership. Now, I'm not sure making a person who wants to sell a single gun become a federally licensed gun dealer is a common sense reform. But you know what? That's a debate for another podcast. What I want to highlight today is the way the debate is being framed by gun control advocates, especially in the last six months. There's been a change in the language And there's a reason for that. I want you to understand that reason. This past fall, I noticed the change in the language. They started talking about preventing gun deaths from mass shootings, homicides, and suicides. Now, the mass shootings were making headlines, so I completely understand why those are part of the argument. However, they they didn't talk about Islamic terrorism, but okay, whatever. Why were suicides brought up? Why were we talking about suicides in this? Why is the left saying we have to pass tougher restrictions on guns to prevent suicides? They're arguing it should be tougher for you to defend yourself in order to prevent someone else from hurting themselves. Why is this even part of the conversation? Statistics. That's why. The first step in bringing in suicide deaths into the gun control conversation came from a study that was published at the end of August by the Brady campaign. Now, James Brady was shot during the assassination attempt on President Reagan, and he and his wife and and family created the Brady campaign. And and I've got nothing against James Brady. He served his country honorably, and he he was shot by someone with mental health issues. Uh, I I just disagree with this Brady campaign study. They compared suicide rates in Connecticut after that state passed tougher gun control laws to a computer simulation of what the expected suicide rate should be, and they found the laws reduced suicides. All right, so please, please tell me. You spotted the problem with that report because the press didn't catch it. They didn't see the problem at all. The problem is computer simulation. You can make a computer simulate anything you want and your own bias will creep into whatever it is you're doing because we're all people. We're all humans. We will make those mistakes without knowing it. Using a computer simulation to help you is like manipulating candy from a baby. So a computer simulation isn't fact. It is fiction. It's not science, it's propaganda. The data, not the simulation, but the real data shows that suicides continued to go up in Connecticut after the new laws were passed, just as they continued to increase nationwide in the wake of the economic meltdown in 2008. The second statistical reason for including suicides in the gun control debate is all about race. You see, African Americans are much more likely to support gun control than whites are. 
but there are a lot more whites in this country than there are blacks. So if you want to pass gun control, you have to get more whites on board. Well, the statistics show that gun violence, as it used to be defined, affects African-Americans a lot more than whites. 82% of blacks who die from a gun are murdered. Someone else is pulling that trigger. But for whites, 77% who die from guns pull the trigger themselves. 82% of black gun deaths are homicides. 77% of white gun deaths are suicides. Do you see it now? Do you see why suicides are now a part of this gun control conversation when they didn't used to be? It's because the left is trying to reach more white Americans through an emotional manipulation. A lot more white families have lost someone because of a gun-related suicide than a gun-related homicide. The left is looking at the statistics and hoping their emotional manipulation will work to their advantage. Now, according to the CDC, about half of the suicide deaths each year are from guns. The second leading way to kill oneself is suffocation. And actually, for people under 20 years of age, suffocation is the leading way to commit suicide. Robin Williams killed himself with a belt and a doorknob. The problem isn't guns, it's depression. You want to prevent more suicides, we have to do a better job of dealing with depression. We must do a better job of dealing with mental health overall nationwide. In Robin Williams' case, it wasn't depression, it was dementia. Mental health issues are a common thread in all of the mass shootings not related to radical Islamic terrorism. And yet, the president hasn't put forth any common sense executive orders concerning mental health. Gun violence overall is down in America. Murder rates have decreased since the 1980s, but there are some specific areas where gun violence and murder is on the rise again. There are places like Chicago, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., and New York City. All of these places have common sense gun laws put in place by Democrat mayors. All of them are failing. Common sense to me says we should be putting a lot less effort into preventing something that isn't a problem, gun ownership, and put a lot more effort into something that is a problem, mental health. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to leave a comment, you can always head over to my website, americaonpar.com. Feel free to share these podcasts around to your friends on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Stephen Parr. And I can still see old glory flying over me. In the first light of the morning, I can see old glory flying.